It's the season of gratitude, and we just have to say that we are so clucking grateful for Grublies, the all-natural snack that provides the nutrients and minerals for happy and healthy chickens. Grublies are farm-grown, oven-dried black soldier fly grubs that are grown at FDA-approved grub farms in the U.S. One handful of Grublies has more calcium than five pounds of mealworms. That's why we're happy to call Grubly Farms Grubblies the official chicken snack of the We Drink and We Farm Things podcast. So go to grublyfarms.com and use code DRINKANDFARM to get 20% off your first order. Welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things. This is the farm comedy podcast that is an adult happy hour for the farming community. We drink adult beverages, talk about the ups and downs of farming things, and give zero clucks about not having the perfect farm life. We keep it real with you and share the mistakes we've made and what we've learned so you can feel less alone in this farm thing. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. Oh, hey there, Sam. Oh, hey there, Bev. What you drinking today? So I just opened a Mad Tree Brewing S'more Gratitude. I love it. It's so appropriate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I drank this last year for our Thanksgiving episode, but um, that's okay. It's delicious. Ooh, I got a little. (laughs) I was like watching that and getting so nervous. (laughs) and you're just talking so casually I was like maybe she knows nope I had no idea but luckily it has a nice thick foamy head so it didn't come spilling out all over the place (laughs) yes way to go and I'm drinking it in my give zero cluck silly bite yay mine is a hippie hops hippie hops I was like shoot what is this called I forgot the color already I almost called it groovy hops I mean it looks pretty groovy to me (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So what are you drinking over there? So I am drinking a Blake's Hard Cider Light Cider. So these are, this is like their 100 calorie version. Four grams of carbs, one gram of sugar. It's mimosa. Ooh. So it tastes like fizzly orange juice. So I figured that was also appropriate for the holidays because... I know I drink me some mimosas during the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just drink a lot during the holidays. Yeah. There's so much going on and like there's no real sense of time or where anybody's supposed to be or what anybody's responsible for. And it just it just feels right to start the day with a mimosa. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels right. Feels necessary. <laughs> yes. Our drink peep this episode is our friend Elizabeth Steves, and she is at Steel02 over on the Instagram. So, cheers, lady. Cheers. Okay, so by the time this drops, Thanksgiving was yesterday, but we hope that you're still feeling kind of festive and you're still up for some Thanksgiving trivia facts, because we have some for you today. Yes, and we're hoping that these can maybe spruce up all your small talk while you're still hanging out with family. Or maybe you can bring these to some office holiday parties over the next month or so. (laughs) (laughs) Because we know that based on the cranberry episode, Bev likes to talk about weird things for small talk. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of the weather. Well, I shouldn't even say weird things. I should say... Um, because it's not weird. 
It's just different. But it's more meaningful, maybe, or more fun than the weather. Yeah, I think what it is is so I'm relatively introverted, especially when I don't like people. Or not don't like people. I meant <laughs> don't know people. <laughs> you bet what you said. <laughs> So if Beth doesn't like you, she's going to talk about cranberry farming, just so we're clear. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) What does that say about me? I don't know. (laughs) So small talk and talking to strangers is really difficult for me, but I do want to use my talking energy for things that just feel like they have some sort of use. So I want to either be learning something during a conversation or perhaps be sharing something interesting during a conversation. So that's where I always go when I'm talking. (laughs) Maybe that's why I don't have a lot of friends. I don't know. (laughs) But anyhow. Anyhow, today's sources are from farmersalmanac.com and history.com. So let's let's spruce up your holiday small talk with these fun facts. Yes, and can I share the first one? Because when absolutely I found this one, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so out of curiosity, Sam, what is the weirdest like hostess gift thing you could think of, like that you could bring to thank someone for hosting a holiday? A dildo. <laughs> okay, okay, that's pretty weird, <laughs> but. Second is a live raccoon, <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, I think that that might be tied for first. It depends, because I feel like with a dildo, maybe you're like, hey, go F yourself in a fun way. Oh, there we go. But with a raccoon, it is like, go F yourself and get rabies. Yeah, that's true. Go F yourself and hear some chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it'll bite. <laughs> So in 1926, President Calvin Coolidge received a Thanksgiving gift in the form of a live raccoon. So it turns out... (laughs) It was a different time. (laughs) It was. It was a different time. Because the Mississippi man who sent this meant for the raccoon to be eaten. He called raccoon meat toothsome? (laughs) I don't know what that means. Does that mean yummy? Or chewy, I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. I could see that, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure. But the Coolidge family ended up adopting the raccoon. They made it a pet, named it Rebecca. Okay. (laughs) Solid name. And Rebecca was just the latest edition of weird pets that they kept at the White House, because it turns out... That President Calvin Coolidge had a menagerie of animals that included a black bear, a wallaby, and a pygmy hippo named Billy. So Billy oh. and Rebecca were probably friends. Yeah, maybe Rebecca went surfing on Billy's back. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That is very interesting. My grandma and my dad when he was younger... Pretty sure they had a pet raccoon, too, but that was not in 1926. Yeah. That was probably, like, the 70s, 60s, 70s. So, but, yeah, kind of weird, too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of weird. All right. Our next fun fact is about a big yellow turkey. Mm. So, if you've ever watched Sesame Street, you probably kind of wondered what type of bird Big Bird was supposed to be. 
and officials say that Big Bird is a canary, but his costume is made mostly from turkey feathers. Oh. And not just any turkey feathers either. Like, but wait, there's more. <laughs> Excitement. Big Bird's feathers come from 45 pound and up Tom turkeys, which are much larger than any bird you'll find on a Thanksgiving table. Yeah, that is a really big turkey. Yeah. Oh my god. That's gosh. terrifying. Well, and I had no idea that Big Bird's costume was made with real feathers. I guess I just assumed that they were fake. Fake, yeah. Or ostrich feathers. Like, I thought they would be from a bigger bird. And I kind of thought that Big Bird was an ostrich, if I'm being honest. A big yellow ostrich. (laughs) I thought he was just a fictional bird because it's freaking Sesame Street, guys. Oh, yeah. Because, like, what is, what is, I almost called him Groucho. That's not right. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> like, what is he? He was the original trash panda. Yeah. Which is a raccoon. <laughs> but he's green. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Is he green? Oh, yeah, he is green. I almost said he was yeah. blue, but that's not correct That's Cookie either. Monster. That's Cookie Monster. Yeah, and he's clearly just a monster. Clearly I need to go back. And watch Sesame Street because I am out. (laughs) I mean, I know you don't watch a lot of TV, but I feel like you might need to just go circle back to Sesame Street. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. All right. Our third fun fact is a non-answer, I guess, to (laughs) an age-old question, which Mm. is, did the pilgrims eat turkey? And it turns out... No one really knows. And there's actually lots of controversy around whether or not they ate turkey. I don't know if it necessarily matters. Like now that we've gotten to a point in just like as a society where we are studying our history and looking at it from, you know, like historical facts, like we get to enjoy ham and turkey now and spend time with our families, regardless of what happened with the first Thanksgiving. Right. Right. (laughs) So we've turned it into our own traditions, regardless of what the original was. But wild turkey was plentiful at that time. So pilgrims might have eaten it at their Thanksgiving feast, but they really dined mostly on venison and seafood. And the seafood thing kind of surprised me because I'd always thought that they just served seafood to prisoners, but maybe they just ate whatever was available because it was the 1600s. And surf and turf, baby. They needed sustenance. (laughs) (laughs) And if the pilgrims did eat turkey, it would have been nothing like what we're used to seeing and eating during our Thanksgiving feast today. A book that was published in 1615 called The English Housewife describes a basic recipe in which you stuff a turkey or chicken with parsley, boil it, and then remove the cooked parsley and mix it with crab apple juice before putting it back in the bird. I don't know. That recipe sounds kind of sus to me. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like you could have done better, Mm -hmm. English housewife. Come on. Well, I mean, the English aren't known for super flavorful food, so. No. (laughs) That's true. And the finished dish was served with fried bread instead of stuffing. And fried bread is delicious. So I'm okay with that swap. I take back (laughs) what I said about the turkey because I could be completely satisfied on fried bread. Yeah, me too. I'd be like, I don't need that weird boiled turkey. (laughs) Yeah, get your crab apple juice turkey away from me. (laughs) Hand me the bread. First Saturday Lime isn't just for your coops and barns. There are so many ways to use it around your home. You can use First Saturday Lime to create a barrier around your home, your boots, 
or your firewood to keep unwanted bugs away. Fur Saturday lime can also be used as a whitewash, and it can be used to balance out the pH in water to prevent algae growth. With so many uses, you really can't go wrong using the safe organic lime. Go to FirstSaturdayLime.com and use code DRINKINFARM to get 20% off and free shipping. Okay, I have the second age-old question. Mm. Do they eat turkey in Turkey? And apparently, the short answer is no. Despite the fact that turkeys were, in fact, named after the country Turkey. Interesting. Yes. So prior to the pilgrims arriving in the Americas, the Turkish were importing large guinea fowl from Madagascar. The English didn't know what to call these birds, so they started calling them turkeys after the Turkish that were (laughs) importing them. The early Spanish explorers to the New World were actually the first to discover the turkeys that we eat today. And they shipped these birds back to Europe. And because they were of similar size and flavor to the Madagascan guinea fowl, the English started calling the American birds turkeys too. Oh, that is really interesting. All kinds of turkeys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number five is some fun facts about the Tom Turkey's Trot. And I have a confession. I don't know that I've actually ever seen this in person. Because I don't have turkeys. Yeah. So when you imagine a turkey, the image that usually comes to mind is a majestic bird strutting with its tail feathers fanned. They've got that. It's very stiff and very formal. It's their formal wear. But it turns out that it's only the Tom turkey that can fan their tail feathers. And if you don't know this, Tom turkeys are the male turkeys. And they only do it when they're trying to make an impression. And usually that impression is on female turkeys. Nailed it. So when a tom decides to show off for its hen, several things happen. The tom will fan his tail out um, and puff the feathers out all over his body because that makes him look bigger and stronger. (laughs) And the snood, which is actually the fleshy bump that goes above the beak, and it lengthens and drapes over the beak. So it's like this cool thing that's like hanging off their face. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of weird looking, honestly. (laughs) It is. It is a little weird looking. But if you're watching the YouTube video, I just pointed where on my face my snood would be if I was a Tom (laughs) Brady. And the waddle which is a fleshy mass on the neck, so it's right here, puffs up and it turns red as well. And the tom turkey will spend a few minutes like this strutting and dragging his wings and making booming and gobbling noises to show his dominance and attract hens. So that is how tom turkeys trot. And so now I'm trying to figure out why they call all those 5K races turkey trots because that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean... I didn't know that the special mating dance behavior was called a trot. So I Mm -hmm. wonder if this article is just being cheeky. Oh, I'm not really sure. Hmm. (sighs) Maybe we'll never know. That fun fact, we will not know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we hope we've helped you spruce up your holiday talk or just your regular everyday small talk. Yeah. Yeah. You can talk about turkeys any time of the year. It's true. That first fun fact about 
you know, Coolidge getting a raccoon. I mean, that's just party conversation right there. It really is. Yeah. And it's a great trivia question. So, like, if you're looking for a trivia question that only certain people would know, ask which president received a raccoon as a Thanksgiving gift. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's about it for today's episode. So we'll close out by saying don't forget to leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts because what we like to do when we have reviews is read once a week or one a week, so once a week. And then we take all the ones that we read for the month and then we pick one out of a hat and that person wins an exclusive coffee mug that is not and never will be in the shop. However, we do not have a review today. Hmm. And it's the last episode of the month. Oh, hey. Yeah. I don't think we had any of this month, but we did get ahead. Mm -hmm. So we're we're not blaming anybody. No. No. We've been batching episodes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's a holiday season. So we're going to continue to collect your reviews as they come in. But we're going to pause on reading these on episodes through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. We're going to be pausing reading these on the episodes because, like we said, we're, we're batching them. And we want to give our team and ourselves a bit of a break through the end of the year. So we're going to try to get a little caught up so we can do that. Because who doesn't Mm -hmm. need a break, especially during this time of year? This just means we have more time to drink mimosas in the morning. That's right. Instead of trying to put show notes together. (laughs) (laughs) True that. But don't worry, we're going to start reading reviews again in January. Yes. So if you leave them for us now, we will have them in time to start reading them for the January episodes. And then we will start sending that awesome mug out to people again, because it's one of my favorite things to see on Instagram, the stories that people share of receiving their mug and like opening it and being all excited about it. And it's something really special because only a handful of people have this mug and there's only one way to get it. And that's by leaving a review. But if you've already left us an Apple podcast review, you can call us with your review and you will get entered that way as well. So two ways to win. Yes. And make sure you send us your can't evens. You can drop those in the Facebook group or email those to us at drinkandfarm at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet, go join our Patreon. It is at patreon.com slash drinkandfarm. We have a special series that is only available on Patreon and it is called Straight No Chaser. We've got over 30 some odd episodes now at this point, and it's super fun. If you liked this fun facty kind of episode, then you'll love all of the Straight No Chasers because it's basically all just interesting things to know. Some of them are farming related. Some of them are food related. Some of them are related to alcohol. Like we talk about all sorts of stuff over there, but we give it to you straight with just a little bit of chaser. I know we call it straight no chaser, but we're chatty. (laughs) (laughs) Can't help ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's who we are. And make sure you hit the subscribe button and down the episode while you're listening. This helps more people like you find the podcast. And if you share this episode over on Instagram, tag us at Drink and Farm. You need to share it in your stories. Make sure that we can see it. You can send us a screenshot of it if your account is private. We will send you a promo code just for this episode that will give you a discount off in our shop. And if you are listening to this on time, you will want that discount because our throwback merch will be retiring at the end of the day on Cyber Monday. So you can use that discount code for a discount on holiday merch, regular merch, or throwback merch. Your choice. 
And make sure you take a look at the show notes because you're going to find links to those shops that we're talking about, the articles we discussed today, all kinds of fun stuff. So make sure you take a look at that. And that's it. Yeah. So until next time. Drink. Farm. And give zero clucks. Bye now. Bye. We drink things. We farm things. We drink and farm things. My Pet Chicken can truly be your one-stop shop for all your poultry needs. Not only does My Pet Chicken sell day-old chicks, ducks, and goslings, they sell many of the products you will need to be a successful chicken tender. You can order everything from chicken saddles and diapers. Yes, I said diapers. (laughs) Cleaning products, chicken coops, first aid items, and so much more. If you need to get your 2022 chick, duckling, or gosling order in, or need to stock up on supplies, just go to mypetchicken.com slash drinkandfarm to let them know that we sent you.